mastering your emotions so you can be a safe space for the feminine mm, is yes. actually to me the art of masculinity so i would think it means two things to me one it's always like in the eye of the beholder so realize that it's okay to have a different view than somebody else two it's always being created and recreated uh i i think it means an openness to growth an openness to learning an openness to looking at what is masculinity in me and having curiosity about what parts are serving me and what parts maybe aren't serving me so well anymore. And so the art of masculinity is truly that. If you can master being a lion and a lamb, you've mastered masculinity. The art of masculinity to me means knowing how to gracefully dance between both the feminine flow and the structure of the masculine. This is The Art of Masculinity with your host, Johnny Elsasser. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Art of Masculinity. Today is uh, going to be a conversation around something that I'm very passionate about. And uh, as many of you know, um, it is obviously my background has me leaning towards why I'm passionate about this, but it also is the fact that I truly believe the foundation of masculinity has the component of men being dangerous. And that is probably not the most agreeable standpoint for a lot of men out there, but I firmly believe that there is a, again, my subjective perspective of, of how I view my masculinity and, and what I would like to see in men are men with good intentions, men with good hearts, but are also dangerous and capable. And, you know, Jordan Peterson says a harmless man is not a good man. A good man is a very, very dangerous man who is under voluntary control. And I think that there's a profound understanding of that because Men in general are the protectors within society when we look at, you know, evolutionarily, right? And while there are components to um, how women have shown up in society to be fighters and warriors and protectors, especially in Scandinavia, women were taught to be fighters and in that capacity fought side by side with the men. That was, that was a real component of their society. And there's been other cultures around the world that have had that, but predominantly men have been, um, and, and predominantly because of the fact that men have the ability to overpower women have been the protectors and also been the villains. And so in that it taught, you know, we think about, okay, being dangerous is a bad thing, but when a man is under voluntary control and a man has the ability to really protect and defend in a way where, you know, when the wolf is at the door, there's a, another wolf behind the door who's the protector of the sheep. And so um, not saying that in an insulting way of like, oh, everybody is uh, that can't defend themselves. But at the end of the day, there has to be good men, dangerous men who are highly capable, but who have big hearts and good intentions that are standing in the way of the villains. 
And I think that when men bring that forward, when we embrace that and we plan accordingly to be able to have the ability to be dangerous, but also be empathetic and loving and intelligent and cerebral, we, we then can culminate to, to an evolution of masculinity that far surpasses anything we've seen to date. And I think when men embrace that and men can embrace that and realize there's a big component to that and how they show up with confidence, because that's another piece to this dangerous men, men who are highly capable tend to be much more confident because of the fact that they don't have to be worried or fearful of situations. And I had a great conversation about this with my dear friend, Adam Roa on his podcast, The Deep Dive. And I believe that, you know, yes, there can be a world and and I know that men are sitting here listening. Okay, well, Johnny, what about the world that can be open to not having violence? And I think there can be that way, but that's not the reality of the world we live in, nor is that the reality of history. And then I get the question of, well, if, if we continue to be dangerous, if we continue to be um, violent, is that perpetuating the issues that we've had in the world? And I think that the my mindset around it is if more good men are dangerous, so this is the men who may not even have grown up in the, the type of background that I have or a fighting background or anything, but if they learn to be dangerous and they add that component to their masculinity, then it's going to make things more fearful for the villains. And at the end of the day, this it goes back to essentially like when we look in a lot of cities around the world and we look at states and you look at crime and crime tends to follow places where guns are either banned or are in such a strict uh, legal vice that law-abiding citizens have a hard time having guns. And we've seen this in society regularly, even very recently, we've seen this in New York. And the point of that is, is when villains are fearful, criminals are fearful of the fact that there's somebody who can stand up against them. They are less likely to do harm than they are when they know somebody is incapable of standing up against them. And so when we look at this and say, okay, how can men take this into this evolutionary process? Well, I do believe that even men who don't really find a ton of value in being dangerous, but have good hearts, good minds, and good souls, if they learn to have that capability, it's going to end up you know, really helping them in their confidence, but also helping them to be part of that evolution of masculinity in the sense of good men being highly capable and deterring violence. You know, violence and criminality follows soft targets. And when you're not a soft target, when you are looked at as when you walk in exude confidence, you become a hard target. People don't tend to want to fuck around with people who look like they have the ability to stand up or look like and exude the capability to stand up. And when that happens, criminals and villains are more likely to bypass that person. And when we can bring that to a a higher amount of men across the country, across the world, 
we can give the world something different where it pushes criminality out. It, it ends up, you know, do I believe we can, we can exile or we can completely get rid of criminality? I don't know that that is a future within society. I mean, I just don't know that. But can we make it more infrequent? Can we make it more difficult? Can we put the criminals on notice that people or men are standing up and even men who don't quote unquote look the role are even more capable? Can we do that? I think that is definitely a future. And I think it doesn't mean like when we look at, and I wrote a post about this recently on Instagram, when we look at how men are, are developing themselves and being quote unquote prepared by making themselves, um, you know, highly capable physically, that is a 10%, if, if not less chance that you're going to have to use that in real life. Right. But having that ability to be that way makes you more capable that if that 10% comes up or less than 10% comes up, you are not the loser of that battle. And so that preparedness of physicality, and I talked, again, I talked about preparing ourselves mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, because that is the more 90 to 95% of, and again, I'm making these statistics up, but it's the higher percentage of the daily interaction of life as men. But that small percentage still needs to be refined. And it's not to say that that needs to be completely pushed away or that needs to be put on the back burner. I think that needs to be part of what makes us well-rounded men in this world, being highly capable, knowing yourself, knowing how to handle tough situations, knowing that you can stand up and, and stand up against force having that ability to stand up against force makes you a more well-rounded individual, makes you a more well-rounded man and makes society and masculinity a better place. And it's to, to really showcase the fact that, you know, good men, great men can be dangerous men. It doesn't mean that a dangerous man is bad. And while I think there's a lot in society that wants to prompt you and uh, penetrate your mind to tell you that that is a bad, you know, philosophy to have, in reality, that is a minority group within society having the biggest voice. The majority of society would appreciate men being capable, good men being highly capable and dangerous within society and being able to control that dangerousness and control that ability to use it when it's needed, to use it if it is needed, but also to exude the confidence that they actually have it and it's there. It's there for them to tap into. So not only are we able to get involved if something is to happen to somebody else or yourself, but you have a switch to know that you can flip that up, that you can use it when you need to, and that that in itself lies the confidence and adaptability. Adaptability means that we're capable within any situation to understand that we can ebb and flow and also be in 
relative control of the outcome or anticipate the outcome and be able to influence that outcome because control doesn't necessarily, it's not always a bad thing and it doesn't necessarily mean that you manipulate the entire event, but if you can steer an event to a particular direction where it may have a higher likelihood of a better outcome, which could be a plethora of different things which you don't control, you have some form of control, but you only get that by being capable within society. You only get that by being capable within how you are able to affect the situation and impact it. So being dangerous to me is an important piece for men. To me, I believe that men should have that capability and I would love to see more men dive into that. Whatever that means to you, whatever whatever that shows up as, whether it's you, know, you practice a certain fighting style, whether it's you gain more confidence over weapon systems, whether and then maybe you get a concealed carry license, whatever it looks like to you. Maybe it's the fact that you're capable with a hand-to-hand weapon and, and you can carry that and you're able to to keep that on you. I do promote highly capable men with good intentions and control having those pieces and assets accessible to them so that when situations arise, they can be part of influencing the ending of that. So take that for what it's worth, guys. Again, very subjective view for me as far as what I believe a component to masculinity is. But think about that and maybe if you don't believe in all of it, question it, think about why you don't believe in it, and then think about what a version of that looks like for you if you do have some form of resonating with it, what a version of that looks like to you that you can incorporate into your life. So if you're able to do that, maybe you can start to take steps into making yourself that more capable man and influencing situations that way. And in that, if you guys have not heard, May 26th to the 29th, we have an event in Austin, Texas called Activate Your Alpha. And talk about learning to be more capable and talk about learning to be more dangerous and finding that alpha. This is an event that's going to tap into that. It is going to make you more capable for all kinds of different things within your life from business to relationships. It is going to make you a better man in the sense that we are going to deep dive into who you are throughout the event And you are going to find depths of yourself that you never knew you could have or that you did have. And so you want to talk about being more capable and implementing that into your life. Well, part of that is coming to something like Activate Your Alpha. And obviously, I'm a huge advocate for it because one, I will be there leading it, but I will be there leading it alongside some of my brothers of of this men's development space and Stefano Stefandos and Garen Jones and Preston Smiles. And we are going to be handing over the keys to the castle of your confidence, guys. That is what Activate Your Alpha is all about. We are going to push you to the limits. It's not going to be an easy event, but it is going to be something to tap into who you are. It's going to be something to tap in to the limitations that you believe that you have. And it's going to allow you to tap into surpassing those limitations and being something and someone different. I keep saying this and I will say it again. You will have the man that comes in to Activate Your Alpha and you will have the man that leads activate your alpha. It will be a profound moment in your life in the change of how you show up 
in this world when you leave that and it is just three days long. So if you guys have been on the fence, you've heard me talk about it, make sure that you guys take action and sign up. We are coming down to the wire May 26th to the 29th. Be part of the change and the development for masculinity and be part of that change in you. So if you're interested, shoot me a message. Uh, whether you shoot me an email at johnny at johnnylsasser.com or head over to Instagram and shoot me a message at johnny.lsasser. I will be there to respond to you and get you locked in. We're going to get you vetted and um, fill out the selection document so that we can review that and make sure everything's a good fit and get you part to be activate in activate your alpha. So let me know guys. And remember, if you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple iTunes, give a five-star review. Let us know what you love about the show and let everybody else know what you love about the show. So I appreciate everybody who's listening, everybody who follows this show. You guys are near and dear to my heart. This is only capable because of the fact that you guys are there supporting me and supporting the message. So as always, guys, remember to drop the ego and stay humble until next time.